Booch, 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 booch. <laughs> Hi everyone, it is Tuesday the 8th of March 2022 and what a week. I said last week that I was hoping that we'd have better news this week but there isn't. I'm not going to concentrate on it because um, there's lots of places you can go to read about that. And here is your escape, okay? I've had lots of coffee, I warn you, hence why I started the episode beatboxing. Um, I'm really pleased with this episode because I feel like I'm teaching you something new. (laughs) I don't feel like I'm repeating stuff that I've said before. So I really hope that this helps you. Um, Let me get my little script up. Because if I don't work to a script, I go off on a tangent, literally. Um, So I I have to keep to topic because, as you know, this is a bite-sized podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and it needs to remain bite-sized. So, how are you? Hope you're all good. Here, the sun is shining, so that's already better than last Tuesday. I can see lots of, still lots of daffodils. I am in desperate need of some vitamin D because I don't think I've seen sunlight or daylight for about four days. Um, So after I've recorded this, I'm going to go and have a cup of tea in my garden and pretend that it's summer. So what are we talking about today? This week, today, I want to talk to you about sizing. Yes, I know. I've spoken about sizing a few weeks ago, but... This is slightly different. I have lots of tips to give you to help find the right fit when it comes to shopping, both when you're in person and when you're shopping online. So one of the biggest setbacks that clients face is not knowing what size to order, especially in shops where you could be anything from an extra small to an extra, 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 infinity large. Um, relatable, particularly in Zara, where I cannot get their jackets on at the moment. Um, Even in places like Next, sometimes things come up differently. And I always advise my clients to wear what fits, what feels good, and what gives you the look that you desire. So for example, if you like wearing skirts, so if you like the whole kind of midi skirt and a t-shirt look, how do you like the t-shirts to fit that you're wearing them with? Do you like a more fitted look or do you prefer a looser fit that allows you a bit more room to tuck and a bit more room to sort of blouse out the top a bit? Um, With shirts, do you like a more tailored style that can be easily layered or do you prefer a looser, more casual fit? So knowing the styles you like and how you want the overall effect to look can really help you decide what sizes to go for and whether you should sizing up or sizing down. Recently I bought a couple of bits from Mango which is a shop that like Zara can notoriously be stingy with their sizing. I'm throwing H&M into that category as well. I do praise Mango though because unlike Zara they are more inclusive with their sizing options and they used to have a plus size range called Violetta which they got rid of but they incorporated it into their core range. So it means you don't have to have this separate section on their website. All of it is in one 
and there's much more sizing available to all and I'm a big fan of this. This alone can make the average customer feel so much more included and far more likely to shop with a brand. And why the likes of Zara haven't conned onto this yet, I do not know. Going back to Mango, I so I really wanted a trench coat. I quite often look at my wardrobe and I do have a lot of stuff because I love clothes. It's my passion. Um, but I sometimes have gaps of my own. And I really wanted a trench coat. And I was certain that I wanted a khaki green trench coat. So I didn't want a camel one. Um, and while camel is in my autumn palette, technically it's the colour that suits me. I find for me and my skin tone, it suits me best as more of an accent colour. So not as a majority colour. So a majority colour is something that I would be I would consider to be like a coat or a cardigan, something that is yeah, a majority colour that you're wearing. So for me, unless I have a tan, which at this time of year is out of a bottle, and if not, there is no tan, um, camel can be a bit wishy-washy on my skin tone. So I wanted a khaki trench coat. I eventually found a fab one on the Mango website, and while I was there, I spotted a really nice red, chunky roll neck jumper, and it was exactly the right colour for my skin tone. And I realised recently, this was when we were doing the Valentine's Reel. If you follow us on Instagram, you will have seen that me and the team did, um, yeah, did the Valentine's Reel. We all had to wear red and throw a paper plane to each other. The only red thing I had, other than I think a Christmas jumper, was, um, was my tartan blazer. And I thought, God, I don't have any red. I love red. So I've been looking up something red for a while. So anyway, I was super pleased when I saw this jumper on the Mango website. Mango isn't a go-to shop for me. I know the shops that work for me. I know the shops that fit and, you know, their new look next, etc. M&S. Because I rarely try Mango clothes on, I had to do a little bit of, a bit more research into their sizing to see what to go for. So on my top half, generally... I am a size 14 to 16. On my bottom half, I am a definite 16. So I'm also tall. So this always has to be factored in as well. So when choosing my trench coat, I factored in these two main things that I definitely wanted. Colour, I was certain that I wanted khaki. So that narrowed down my search straight away. Um, number two was length. I was very specific about the length of trench coat that I was looking for. So because I'm tall, I always look at how something fits on the model or, you know, so for example, being tall, I wanted a longer style. If I'd opted for a trench coat that was just kind of below the hip, it would have sat slightly shorter on me and it just wouldn't have given me the desired look I was hoping for. So as I scrolled, I looked for khaki trench coats and I was only looking for long trench coats. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I looked at the size chart on the website and factoring in that I would be both wearing thick and thin tops underneath, I eventually opted for the XXL, which was the guideline for a size 16. So when I looked at the jumper next, the XXL, technically in my size, would have drowned me. I have, <laughs> I have quite short arms and I have really small hands, so I'm like a T-Rex. So the average top and jacket sleeves on me are always way too long. 
the if I'd have gone for that jumper in an XXL, which technically, according to the size guide, was my size, it just would have looked ridiculous. The arms would have been so long. So with the jumper, I looked at how the jumper fit on the model. Because it was oversized already, it meant I could afford to size down considerably. So had the jumper been fitted, I would have sized up at least one, maybe two sizes. But in this case, I factored in the fact that it was oversized. So I went down to a medium. So according to the size chart, I ordered a size 10 in the jumper and a size 16 in the coat. Now, I can tell you this, I've not been a size 10 since I was 17 years old. And I it was just before I went on the pill and I had no boobs or anything, went on the pill and yeah, size 10, no longer. Both of these items have arrived and both of them fit extremely well, but would I describe my body as extra, extra large? No. Would I describe my dress size as a size 10? Also, no. I went on the guidelines of how I wanted the garments to fit and then I altered that accordingly to what I wanted. So this is something that's going to really help you, this example that's coming next. If I'm shopping with a client who is somewhere between a size 12 and a size 14 and she's tall, what do I do and which size do I pick? In an ideal situation, we would take both the size 10 and the 14 to the changing room in different leg lengths and try them on. But with sizes not always being available in store, I sometimes have to adapt accordingly and think on my feet a little bit, which has taken time and experience to do. Um, but this is something you can absolutely do for yourselves. And it's, it's a real game changer. And I hope I make sense when I explain this situation because it's quite difficult to explain. Anyway, so if a client is tall, I can usually afford to size down on the waist, but size up on the leg length. So for example, ideally for this client, I would opt for the size 12 in a long leg. Now, if the size 12 wasn't available, I would then size up on the waist and size down on the leg length. So instead of the 12 long, I would opt for the size 14 in a regular length leg. If you like trousers to sit high up on the waist, you can do this. You can opt for a smaller waist size with a longer leg length, particularly if it's a pair of trousers that has a drawstring waist or jeans that you can add a belt to. You'd be amazed how much this works. Size guides on websites are really handy, but you really also have to look at how the item fits on the model. Most models don't share the same shape and height as most of us, but they can be really handy as a guide. So if the model shown is five foot nine and the shirt on that model is already oversized and long, you could size down by at least two dress sizes if you're five foot five. Don't be afraid to have items tailored as well. This sounds like a luxury and a faff. It doesn't have to be. So rather than get one item tailored at a time, which can be a bit of a faff, look in your wardrobe at anything you could have nipped in taken out, anything that might need a button or a popper added to. Many wrap dresses and shirt dresses can have extra fastenings added, particularly if you get gaping on shirt dresses or you have a wrap dress that you feel is just a little bit low for work. You could have an extra popper added just to give you a little bit more coverage. 
And if you get a bag of items tailored at once, okay, it may cost you more. You may may cost you, say, 50, 60 quid. But you're going to wear them more often and the fit is going to be perfect for you. And most towns have got local seamstresses, tailors, dry cleaners that offer affordable alterations. So remember, the guide is if it doesn't fit. So if you're taking two sizes in, go for the size. (laughs) Try and remember this now. If size up on the waist and down on the leg or size down on the waist and up in the leg. That is my biggest tip. And I tell you what, it will be a game changer for you. It will honestly help. I do it all the time. And yeah, let me know how you get on with it. Remember that the clothes need to fit you. You don't have to change your body to fit the clothes. And you can switch out sizes in any way you like to get the desired look you're after. You don't have to wear it the way that the model wears it on the website. You don't have to wear it oversized. You don't have to, you know, you can add a belt to things. You can switch out the belt on a dress and add in a leather belt to make it look a bit more structured. You can make the clothes however you want them to look, however you want them to fit. And again, this is another thing that hopefully will just take any intimidation out of out of shopping, out of clothes, and that it's not an exclusive thing that you're not allowed to be a part of it's something that is there for everybody and you make it work for you and the minute you do that you'll get so much enjoyment out of it I promise so let me know how you get on Um, let me know if you try any of my tips I'll be really interested to see if you try out the waist leg length situation um, because I think that will be that will really help you guys And um, yeah, I hope you enjoy your day. I hope you enjoy the sunshine if you have sunshine where you are. And I'm sending you lots of love and I will speak to you again next Tuesday. Bye everyone.